Welcome everyone to Milwaukee Mennonite Church. Um, I'll be leading the worship service this afternoon and thanks in advance to everyone who's participating in the service. Um, Sam's in the booth, um, Stevers is leading singing, David and Connie and our musicians, um, Peter and Noel and Greg and Rachel are helping with the service. Um, we have a number of readers of scripture, um, and uh, so everyone participates as, as usual. Uh, we often begin our worship services with a land acknowledgement, um, and there's a line in the land acknowledgement. Um, it's number 878 if you want to look at it. Um, the third line, we affirm that settlers have specific responsibilities. This always catches my attention because I wonder what the specific responsibilities might be. Um, one of the answers is gratitude, um, and the rest of the land acknowledgement expresses gratitude. Um, here in this part of the world, we can express gratitude to the indigenous cultural traditions and ongoing practices of the Ojibwe, the Menominee, the Ho-Chunk, and the Potawatomi sovereign nations for showing us how to take care of and heal our environment. Um, one example of this um, in southwestern Michigan, the Pokagon Band of Potawatomi has recently completed a project to re-Mirander uh, the, the Dowagiac River, um, and they're also restoring wild rice um, in that part of Cass County, which is the same county that Camp Friedenswald is located in. Um, Amy Hooser, who's the Sustainability and Outdoor Education Director at Friedenswald, has reached out to um, Jennifer Canine, who's the director of this project, um, and asking Jennifer if she wants to consult with camp on um, stewardship practices and relationship repair efforts. Um, also, the author of The Land is Not Empty, Following Jesus and Dismantling the Doctrine of Discovery, that's Sarah Augustine, she's going to be the main speaker at Friedenswald's Restoration Retreat um, in November of next year. So I'm grateful for the um, work of the Pokagon Band of Potawatomi in, in river restoration, um, and also for Sarah Augustine in relationship restoration work, and the camp uh, staff at, at Friedenswald for taking seriously the specific responsibilities in this journey of reconciliation. But we are all welcome here. Let's walk together for a while and ask where we begin to build a world where love can grow and hope can enter in, to be the hands of healing and to plant the seeds of peace. Let's sing by turning to number six. Let's go ahead and stand for the song, number six. Let's walk together for a while and ask where we begin to build a world where love can Thank you. 
let's talk together for a while when we will share a feast where pride and power kneel to serve the lonely and the least and joy As we join our hands to pray, singing welcome, welcome to this place, you're invited to come and know God's grace, all are welcome, the love of God to share. Let's dream together of the day when earth and heaven are one, a city built of love and light, the new Jerusalem, where Every creature lifts its voice, singing welcome, welcome to this place, you're invited to come and know God's grace, all are welcome, the love of God to show. seated. The Shepherd's Wish List. Barely midnight. All of us hunker down around ashes of a fire. The animals asleep. Our companions, hunger, nagging doubt. Our wants are reasonable. Provisions for the family, better health, a better bed than this hard slope, good grazing, sturdy lambs, and death to predators whose hostile howls invade our restless dreams. But let's be honest. Let's admit right now that what we want most is foolproof evidence that God exists and knows we're here. We want our sorrows noted our frantic labors recognized. We want the Holy One, although it's dark and the hour late, to hunker with us at the fire's glow, 
and speak with us right here, right now. And now number 213 in the hymnal, Poor of the Earth. And we're just singing verses 2 and 4. is a reading from Isaiah chapter 61 verses 1 through 4 and 8 through 11. The spirit of the eternal God is upon me. The eternal one has chosen and sent me to tell the oppressed the good news, to heal the brokenhearted, and to announce freedom for prisoners and captives. This is the year when the eternal one will show kindness to us and punish our enemies. The eternal one has sent me to comfort those who mourn especially in Jerusalem. She sent me to give them flowers in place of their sorrow, olive oil in place of tears, and joyous praise in place of broken hearts. They will be called trees of justice, planted by the eternal to honor her name. Then they will rebuild cities that have been in ruins for many generations. I, the eternal one, love justice, but I hate robbery and injustice. My people, I solemnly promise to reward you with an eternal agreement. Your descendants will be known in every nation. All who see them will realize that they have been blessed by me, the eternal one. I celebrate and shout because of my God. Her saving power and justice are the very clothes I wear. They are more beautiful than the jewelry worn by a bride or a groom. 
The eternal one will bring about justice and praise in every nation on earth, like flowers blooming in a garden. And now 393, build your kingdom here. I don't, is this a new song for people? It's not too hard to sing, but. That was there. <laughs> now our hearts again. Increase in us, we pray. Unveil why we're made. Come set our hearts ablaze with hope, like wildfire in our very souls. Holy Spirit, come invade our now. We are your church. We need your power in us to the beginning, verse 2. When we seek your kingdom first, we hunger and we thirst, refuse to waste our lives for your joy and prize. To seek the captives, hearts release, the hurt, the sick, the poor release. We lay down our, our lives for heaven's cause. We your church we pray revive this earth build your kingdom here let the evil fear show your mighty hand heal our streets and land set your church on fire with your people back change the kingdom's power, reaching the near and far. No force of hell can stop your beauty-changing hearts. You make us all forth more than this. Awake the kingdom seed in us. Fill us with the strength and love of Christ. We are your church. We are your hope on earth. Build your kingdom here. Let the evil fear. Show your mighty hand. Deal our streets and land. Set your church on fire with your people back. Change the God. 
And then 216, lo, our rose are blooming. through 55 Mary's song my soul lifts up the Lord my spirit celebrates God my liberator for though I am a humble servant God has noticed me from now on all people will say God has blessed me God all-powerful has done great things for me and her name is holy God always shows mercy to everyone who worships her the Eternal One has used the powerful arm to scatter those who are proud. God drags strong rulers from their thrones and puts humble people in places of power. God gives the hungry good things to eat and sends the rich away with nothing. God helps her servant Israel and is always merciful to her people. The Lord has made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his family forever.
number 412, My Soul Cries Out. And if you uh, want, you can stand for this song. that you bring to the ones who wait. Your rare foresight on your servant's plight and my weakness you did not spurn. So from east to west shall my claim be blessed could the world be about to turn. My heart shall sing of the day you bring let the fires of your justice burn. Wipe away all tears for the dawn draws near and the world is about to turn. From the depths of the past to the end of the age to be. Your very strangers were hard to shame, and to those who would for you yearn. You will show your might with us now to flight, for the world is about to turn. My heart shall sing of the day you bring, let the fires of your justice burn. Wipe away all tears, for the dawn draws near, and the world is about to turn. From the halls of power to the fortress tower, not a stone will be left on stone. Let the king beware, for your justice tears every tyrant from his throne. The throne prepared shall weep no more, for the food they can never there are tables spread, every mouth be fed, for the world is about to turn. My heart shall sing of the day you bring, but the fires of your justice burn. Wipe away all tears, for the dawn draws near, and the world is about to turn. Though the tensions rage from age to age, we remember who holds us fast. God's mercy must deliver us from the conqueror's crushing grasp. This raving word that our forebears heard is of darkness who holds us bound. Till the spear and rod shall be crushed by God who is turning the world around. My heart shall sing of the day you bring, let the fires of your justice burn. Wipe away all tears, for the dawn draws near, and the world is about to turn. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming to the world. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but he confessed, I am not the, the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. 
Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now, they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I'm not worthy to untie the strap of his sandal. This took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. Well, thank you all for being here. I'd now like to introduce you to the person you all came to talk to. He's a great guy, and I've been a disciple of his for some time now. It's hard to keep track of time out here. Anyway, you know, sometimes there's a man. I won't say a hero, because really, what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. And I'm talking about John here. Sometimes there's a man who, well, he's the man for his time and place. He fits right in there. And that's John the Baptist here in the wilderness. And even if he's a strange man, no one will question that John isn't strange. Quite possibly the strangest guy around Bethany, which would place him high in the running for the strangest worldwide. Sometimes there's a man. Sometimes there is a man. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) That was an introduction. (laughs) Maybe a little weird. I suppose in that respect, it was on brand. Um, Maybe a bit too male-centered with the whole man thing. But you're not wrong. I'm just a guy testifying to the light. Anyway, thanks, Steve. It's still (laughs) kind of weird having all these disciples and followers around. I'm guessing that's why you all wanted to meet with me. (laughs) You want to know what I'm up to out here. (laughs) Well, like I said, they're they're disciples and followers, and I expect that when I meet the Messiah, they'll probably end up leaving me for that individual, whoever that might be. Oh, well, you know, um, I'm out here in the wilderness, and it can be a little rough, as you can see. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. Are you trying to distinguish yourself from other voices in the wilderness? Like Jake Saul or Charlie Donnelly? No, what? I I had an accident, okay? That's all. This isn't some attempt to, you know, visually distinguish myself. Speaking of which, Jay the Bee, where's the camel skin? (laughs) Okay, all right, look. I didn't mean for that to be a thing. Uh, We just found a bunch of it 
back of Joanna Fabrics in the dumpster, and Rachel the tailor makes a mean camel skin suit. But, um, so, so why aren't you wearing it? Well, like I said, it wasn't supposed to be a thing. Yeah, but, but why aren't you wearing it? It's not a big deal. Okay. Yeah, usually, you're wearing it. <laughs> it just needed some alterations, okay? What, what kind of alterations? That's really none of your business. No, why did it need alterations? It was chafing, all right? Is that what you wanted to hear? It was chafing. And because of the chafing, I lost balance and fell off a rock while I was speaking to my followers. And that's why I have the staff. <laughs> Look, I know you're probably here just to get dirt to try to discredit me, right? Like, which is tough when I'm already pretty much removed from societal norms. And more importantly, you're probably here to make sure I'm not a threat to you or your leaders. Am I wrong? That's what I thought. You know, there are a lot of people out here in the wilderness. True. Trying to make a name for themselves by doing stuff that looks a lot like the kind of stuff you do. Well, that's debatable. How are you any different than someone like Andrew Tate? Seriously. I mean, I know I rub people the wrong way and yell a lot, but I'm quoting Isaiah. I'm here to testify to someone else. This isn't about me. I'm not trying to get people to follow me or get them nostalgic for a bygone era when Israel supposedly was so great under King David. I'm not in the Make Israel Great Again or Israel First Clubs. I'm standing with Isaiah. I'm standing with the prophet. I'm standing with the Messiah in saying that we need to bring about justice. The kingdom of God is at hand. Oh, wait. Speaking of Isaiah, before I take any more questions, I meant to read from Isaiah when I first got up here. Hey, you asked to talk to me, all right? I'm making myself available. You can stand and listen to the words of a very important prophet. <clears throat> the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me, God has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Sorry, can I just stop here for a moment to say that I know that when people think of me, they don't think so much of hope. They think of a weird guy out in the wilderness who yells a lot and baptizes. And wears camel skin, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just want to say that I find Isaiah both challenging and hopeful, which is not an easy combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know Isaiah. This is all lovely stuff. Can you just get on with it? Okay. I have a feeling that someday what I've just read is going to make a lot of you really mad. Like, so mad you want to drive someone off a cliff. Yeah, okay, weirdo. You done? Can we ask questions now? No. Where was I? <clears throat> to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn, 
to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, to display his glory. They shall build upon the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. This guy's a devastation of many generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. Wait, are you saying that you're God? What? No! You just said, I, the Lord. When you read scripture, are you saying you're the person who's quoted in the scripture? Am I saying that I'm... Wait, what? No! I'm not God! I'm not the prophet! I'm not the Messiah! I'm just reading! <laughs> I mean, the way you read that sure sounded like you were saying it was God. Thank you. That wasn't a compliment. <laughs> Where was I? For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge that they are a people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exalt in my God, for the Lord has clothed me with the garments of salvation. <laughs> I didn't realize that the garment of salvation was a chafing uh, camel skin. <laughs> Again, it was in Joanna's dumpster, and I'm not talking about me. Let me just finish here. God has covered me with the robe of righteousness. <laughs> As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. Look, this passage is about the Messiah, which I'm not, bringing good news to the poor, healing the brokenhearted, to release the captives, to proclaim forgiveness of debts and freedom from slavery, to bring comfort to those that mourn, and so much more. And then the voice shifts to what they will do. It's a communal transformation because of the Messiah. People will take part in their own restoration. Do you see? The Anointed One wants justice. Mr. Feast, tipping your chariot driver a house. What? No! Not at all! Look, I know there are a lot of people out there trying to make a name for themselves by doing what on the surface might look a lot like what something I would do. But that's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to try to make a name for myself. I'm just here to point to testify to the light of the world. Wait, you mean the Son? Yes, the Son of God. Wait, we're talking about the same thing here, right? Uh-huh. The light of the world. Yes. The big round Bernie thing in the sky? No, no. <laughs> I'm talking about a person. 
okay, so you're saying you're the Messiah? How many times do I have to say this? I am not the Messiah. I'm here to testify to the Messiah, the one who will come after me. Uh, oh, so, so you're saying you're Elijah. How do you get that from what I just said? So you're not Elijah. No! Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about Elijah or Elisha? You know, I always get those two confused, <laughs> right? I'm not the prophet. Then who are you? Just John. Well, John the Baptist. No! You all gave me that name. You make a big deal about me wearing camel skin clothes and eating insects and honey, which, by the way, is what I have to eat out in the wilderness. Although I do make a mean locust and honey taco that is to die for. <laughs> but it's not like I'm trying to make some sort of thing about that. I'm just out here because that's where I'm called to be. I'm baptizing folks with water because that's what I'm called to do. I'm doing all this because I feel this is what God is call calling me to do. I'm supposed to be a voice in the wilderness calling us to make straight the way so, for so, the Lord. So, if you're not, not the Messiah, no. nor Elijah, definitely not, nor the prophet, no, well, not the prophet. I mean, I'm not that pretentious. <laughs> I'm not like, well, it's not like I went to the Jericho State University. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why are you baptizing? Look, I baptize with water, but the one who comes after me. The son? No, the Messiah, right? Mm -hmm. And this person stands among you, and yet... You do not know. Uh, so, so the Messiah is here? And I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. Okay, okay. First off, gross. The thong of a sandal, really, that's <laughs> right where you go? I'm just saying that I'm not worthy. And, and secondly, this person stands among us? Where? They're here? No, I... I meant more figuratively, like this person is your peer. So you don't actually know who the Messiah is? Well, not yet. I'll know them when I see them. So you're just waiting mm -hmm. to meet the Messiah, and then you'll know they're the Messiah, mm -hmm. and then a bunch of your disciples and followers are going to leave you, and you'll just go back to the baptizing thing? I hadn't really thought much about after I meet the Messiah, but yeah. I mean, I'm just waiting, and I'm just John. Just John. Yep. JJ. Wait, what? <laughs> just John. That sounds better than J the B. N no, hold on, hold on. Wait, again, you're making this about me, and you totally blew through the fact that I just said that the Messiah is among you. Maybe. <laughs> but then you'd recognize them. You know, you all are here on behalf of Israel's religious leaders, right? And yet, if you were really interested in what I was about, you could ask me what it means to be a voice preparing the way of the Lord. We could consider what it means to testify to a God enfleshed among us. You could consider where you might have possibly seen the Messiah. 
I read you the prophet Isaiah. We could consider the cyclical nature, something ancient and new, of waiting, waiting for the Messiah, waiting for justice, waiting for, what are you doing? <laughs> this is classic J the B, I gotta document yeah, it. Yeah, we're going viral tonight, <laughs> right? <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, I'm out here trying, struggling, asking questions. Because society doesn't, they want answers. They want results, but they don't want to deal with the journey, the process, the waiting and thinking and listening. Yeah, 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 we know you're not a yes man. It's way more than just that. Outside of pointing to Christ, I'm not an answer guy at all. You, you don't find yourself out here in the wilderness without asking a lot of questions. What questions have you asked God, huh? Or, or what questions are you asking God? Because like I said, I'm clearly not a hopey, joy-filled kind of guy, but I know it's possible to find hope and joy, not in answers, but in the questions that lead to more questions. Yeah, now he's just kind of starting to ramble. Did you get that part, did you? <laughs> well, I mean... I'm not sure how much of this is usable. Oh, don't worry about that. We can fix it up for the Pharisees. All right. Mm. <laughs> you know, you just see me as another wackadoodle in the wilderness, don't you? So help me. You know, I pray that the Messiah's coming can get us to move past all this superficial, navel-gazing, and idol-worshipping of stupid. And if not, well... I don't know. You can serve my head on a platter. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. Well, I mean, look at him. He's weird. What do we take back to the Pharisees from all this? JJ. <laughs> and he's out here waiting for the Messiah. Who's among us. Ooh, good. That's creepy. <laughs> you know, most importantly... I'd say that there's nothing here that the religious establishment needs to worry about. Well, thank you all for coming. Don't forget to pick up your packet of complimentary honey-dipped locusts on the way out. And if you see the Messiah, make sure to send him our way. There's no easy way to segue from something like that. <laughs> um, but we will take a couple minutes to, to pause um, and to consider the question that Jay the Bee asked. Um, what questions are you asking God? Um, the shepherds have questions. How will we know? Um, the Pharisees had questions. John the Baptist had questions. So what are your questions? Um, if you want to um, think about what it means to ask questions, number 440 in uh, Voices Together is a great song about questions. You can just um, read through that. But we'll take a couple minutes for you to consider. Um, and then um, I'm going to send around, as, as we're paused here, I'll send around the pens and the pieces of paper. And you can feel free to write your questions and place them in... Um, the uh, 
um, the vase up here. Well, let's continue a time of reflection and, and praying by praying together. Um, there'll be several times in this prayer when I will say, in your mercy, Lord, and I'll ask you to respond with, hear our prayer. Um, and then at the close of the prayer, we'll um, read the, the prayer that Jesus taught, which is on the backside of the order of worship. Let's pray. Restore us, O God. Let your face shine that we may be saved. In your mercy, Lord, hear our prayer. You remind us to not be afraid. We pray for ourselves and those dear to us. God, you gather the outcast and change their shame into praise. We pray for our community and for our neighbors. We pray for Martin Luther Lutheran Church, our host. We pray for Milwaukee, for the people who live and work and go to school in this community. In your mercy, Lord, hear our prayer. You renew your people in love. We pray for the church in all places that we may daily follow in the footsteps of Christ. Again, we pray for Martin Luther Lutheran Church. We pray for Cross Lutheran Church. We pray for our sibling churches in Central District Conference. In your mercy, Lord, hear our prayer. You break the rod of the oppressor. We pray for the world, for those in positions of power and authority. And at this time, we feel such grief for your beloveds in Gaza. The contrast between Christmas cheer and what we see in Gaza is so much for our hearts to hold. Bless the work of those Mennonites in the USA and Canada who are visiting representatives to call for a ceasefire. Give them and us courage to move towards discomfort, wisdom to speak from our deeply held convictions and strength to act together. May we all be strengthened to continue to speak of peace and live into the way of Jesus, the incarnate one. In your mercy, Lord, hear our prayer. We offer you the other concerns that we carry in our hearts. In your mercy, Lord, hear our prayer. Incarnate God, you fill the deepest blue of world and soul. Help us to claim the sturdy hope that Mary held in her heart and sang out in witness that we too may rejoice to be disciples of the one coming as dawn from on high. And we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Blessed one, 
our source and support. Holy is your name. May your love be enacted in the world. May your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us in the time of trial and deliver us from evil for all that we do in your love and all that your love brings to birth and the fullness of love that will be are yours now and forever. Amen. Number 216 again, and feel free to stand if you'd like. We'll just do verse 3 this time. 216. Receive this blessing. May the fragrance, sweet and tender, of the very presence of Creator dispel your every grief. May the true one, the very God, save you from death and lighten your load. May your questions be complicated, and may they light the path we walk together with Emmanuel, God with us to build God's kingdom here. Go in peace. <laughs>